Welcome back to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM. Eddie Gross, Joe Ostrowski, and Aaron Hawksworth here with you. Kind of weird Jack Collinsworth wasn't on the call for that game. Anyway, all right, we have got a new Heisman favorite. It is Michigan's J.J. McCarthy of plus 240. And we knew the signs were there for Michigan and McCarthy to have a run. That was a pun. I hope someone got. I got it. I was like, oh, thank you. you What you did there. Thank you. Thank you. McCarthy plus 240. Penix uh, now three to one. Jaden Daniels has (laughs) entered the chat. He is now in third position at plus 375. Joe, what stands out to you at the top of the board? You think Daniels has really entered the chats? I know I know he has odds wise, but realistically winning the Heisman, do you think he has just as good of a shot as the other two that are right there in that same tier? Mm, I don't I see a path. I, I okay. the, the odds are too short, but I see a path. Okay. Yeah. I we're we're in agreement there. Yeah, JJ McCarthy, we yeah. were talking about that a lot when he was twenty five to one. Like, look, here's the path. Tough games, end of the year. He's going to be in a position to impress a lot of voters. And we didn't even get to those games yet. He's now the favorite mm-hmm. without these. I mean, the numbers just, it's its the final score. its He's getting all the credit for what his team has done. They keep pummeling teams. And again, they haven't played anybody, but now he's in a perfect position. You know, I think the other part of this, Aaron, is... Everybody is watching Ohio State, Penn State on Saturday. And yeah, yes, Ohio State, the better team on the field. We were most happy that the under came through with flying colors. There was no sweat there. But I think most people's takeaway is Michigan is so much better than either of these teams. And if it goes like we expect, Michigan's got to be licking their chops watching this game. Well, so that's my question, and maybe this is a stupid question, but going back to Ed's pun about the signs being there, will J.J. McCarthy have any trouble winning this award with all of the hot water that Jim Harbaugh seems to find himself in? Like, will that oh, the hurt him at all? Yes. Yeah. The cheating. Like, will that, if it's a tighter race, at the end of the day, if they are stealing signs and all the stuff that's gone on, will that hurt McCarthy at all? Oh, my gosh. that That's a I good question. So. I, I think it's a good question. I'm at the point where I think the answer is no, in large part because if you are pummeling teams like, like they did over the weekend, how much of the sign stealing really matters? And I'm curious, too, as far as, like, college football insiders are concerned. Like, for instance, uh, Parker Fleming, friend of the show, brought up this point. I thought it was a really good one that he's a big TCU guy. And Gary Patterson, when he was the head coach there, he would yell out what each individual player should be doing. It's one of the reasons why when he was on the sideline, he looked all sweaty and, you know, run (laughs) down and exhausted. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. All of it. Well, the reason is because he's telling every individual player for every single play where they should be and what they should be doing. Well, if you're stealing signs, all you have to do is just, you know, listen a little carefully and you can probably figure it out. So I wonder if there is a contingent who is just tired of the drama that they might think is being manufactured for no good reason, that maybe people are just out to get Harbaugh. And if that's the case, then that contention is probably voting for McCarthy to win the Heisman. See, I think what's going to end up hurting McCarthy the most in the end, like these are odds. So 
I wouldn't have him as a favorite, but okay. He's a favorite. And, and we talked about his mm-hmm. path and why he could be um, heading into the final month of the season. See what I think is going to hurt him the most is when people really sit down and break down these numbers is yes, he has a great record. Yes. His team is probably in the playoff. Maybe they're number one at that point, but I'm counting one, two, three, four, five games, five of eight games. He has 222 passing yards or fewer. I, I wonder if the some of the numbers are going to match up with the other quarterbacks. Or are we going to have Penix where it's just so much more than McCarthy and that ends up winning out? I, I think I'd be more concerned about that if I'm holding a McCarthy ticket. That makes sense. What do you think, Aaron? Penix, man. I think Penix still is a really good look. Um Jaden Daniels, I, I saw an interesting stat about them that LSU 8-0 to the over. Um, I don't know if he can win it. Is there anyone further down the board? Or is it pretty much just Penix? I mean, the Caleb Williams thing, whew, he fell off. A 100 to 1. 100 to 1. It's over. Yeah. It was over last week, but it's officially over. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. By the way, yeah, USC. You Remember Jim Mora? Playoffs? I just hope we can win another game. I feel I that way about the Trojans. They're talking about right Caleb now. now sitting the rest of the season. Maybe he should in his number oh, one so pick in jeopardy. That's, yeah. that's too much. It's so much. beyond dumb. Beyond <laughs> dumb if that happens. <laughs> I don't want him. Google it. Get it's all the headlines. Give me, give me Drake May. But is that just people talking right. or is that really being discussed by, by someone at USC? That's just people throwing out landish ideas out there. Um, yeah, look, probably. Notre Dame, Utah. Okay. First off, uh, the sh- for the sh- a lot of the sharper betters, they had a great weekend, NFL. Pretty good Ooh. in college from what I saw. Uh, wrong on this one. Like this, and I was too. Like I thought USC was in, in a good spot to cover. And, you know, again, 34 points given up by Utah. Their, their offense has been a problem with their second quarterback. Now their third quarterback, I think they're down to. And they're putting up 34 mm-hmm. on you still. What a joke. Um, I'm serious about USC winning again because they still have Washington, Oregon, UCLA. They could lose all of those. Uh, their could. win probably next week at Cal, but they might be mm-hmm. they might be six and six when it's over, which is just crazy to think about. Crazy. Way too much talent for that to be happening. Like, it's way too much talent. Like, I I don't want to say anything outlandish as far as that's concerned, but you got to be better than that. Uh, Washington and Oregon, like, if they've shown us anything, you know, over last weekend and the weekend before, yeah, they're good, but they're beatable. Yeah, they got some, they've got two fantastic quarterbacks in the Pacific Northwest. They're still beatable in in a lot Mm, of different facets of the game. So, USC should be among the front runners, and it's not happening. Not just because of the Notre Dame thing. It's like Utah has their number. Utah is not on a top tier right now. There's no reason why any one team should have your number at this point. And that's exactly what's happening. When I'm looking at the numbers as far as Heisman goes, average PPA per play uh, from college football data, J.J. McCarthy has actually led the way and he's been atop this list for a little while now. The value is gone betting on him to win the Heisman for a variety of reasons. Right. Like, it's still too early to, to go after the favorite at that price. I can't do it right now. So no. you should have pounced on it sooner if you really think McCarthy is the guy. But 
in second position among, you know, the real contenders at quarterback, it's Jaden Daniels out of LSU in terms of average PPA per play. Mike, he's ahead of Michael Penix. So if they do run the table, LSU and Jaden Daniels can certainly be a part of that conversation. The fact that they were able to have such an incredible game against Army and it wasn't just neighbors doing it. Neighbors has kind of fallen off the Heisman conversation, uh, but that Daniels is still able to put up some massive numbers. Yeah, I get it was against Army, but still, though, you know, those 62 to nothing games still matter at the end of the day. So I think Daniels should still be a part of that conversation. I think the number's too short at this point. But as far as going down the board, the only one really stands out to me, Aaron, is Dylan Gabriel out of Oklahoma. His average PPA per mm-hmm. play at 0.61. Yeah, it's sixth highest among qualifying quarterbacks, but it's something where we are taking Oklahoma seriously as a true Big 12 contender. And if they run the table and Oklahoma makes the playoff, wins the conference, definitely he's going to New York at a minimum. I think I'm with you on Jaden Daniels, though. I mean, they suffered those two losses. So obviously his back is up against the wall and has to, but he's just really been. <laughs> performing so well and then you've seen other quarterbacks if they're going to be inconsistent or have a bad game here and there maybe he will be in that conversation as a finalist when it's all said and done a couple more i want to talk about because we had an extended conversation with ohio state being the big game of the weekend against penn state about marvin harrison did you see what happened he went from 80 Mm -hmm. to 1 to 25 to 1 just after that game. Maybe it was the Maserati Marv talk, but uh, now it makes more sense. The Marvin Harrison's numbers should be shorter than Kyle McCord, especially after what we saw the week over the weekend and McCord drops to 100 to 1. I thought that was interesting. And so if we look at the title odds, there's a top four, and then there's some separation. Mm-hmm. It is Michigan, Georgia, Ohio State, Florida State. He was my preseason pick. So Maybe I'm biased a little bit. You tell me. Is there value on Jordan Travis still the quarterback of an undefeated team? Jordan Travis here at eight to one. I don't think so. Uh I I think his numbers as, as far as the advanced stats go do not match up. And you know, he was sort of quasi hurt for part of the season. So I think that sort of puts him at a disadvantage. And also, he's in a conference where there's another quarterback who's getting a good bit more attention. Now, granted, Drake May lost. You know, it's a Virginia yeah, he, of all teams. And he's 50 to 1 now, Drake May. Yeah, and he's that 50 to 1 now. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm not saying Drake May should be part of the Heisman conversation at this point, but mm-hmm. he is stealing some of the spotlight from the East Coast. And I wonder if that matters as well. Hmm. Okay. It's. it's probably a conversation for later this week, but I wonder, is that going to be the four? Are you just going to get your two Big Ten teams, Georgia and Florida State, and nobody from the Pac-12? Really? Hmm. Not yet. I can't do that yet. Mm -hmm. Just can't. Somebody's going to slip up somewhere. And, you know, the fact that Washington had an awful game and still won against Arizona State leads me to believe that even the psychological disconnect, they survived that. I think they're going to be okay. Okay. And, and that's yeah, the only one it looks like. I gotta go ahead. Looks like that's yeah. the only one right now that has a, ch- a realistic chance. But I think they can do it. And that's the thing. Yeah. I, I think they're very much uh, in the running there.
This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Coming up next, the NFL Week 8 slate is ugly. But that won't stop us from finding our favorite ways to play it. Our first look is coming up right here on the BetQL Network.